This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. It's Shelly. But you already know that because you're you're listening to my podcast, right? (laughs) Welcome to episode nine of the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. I hope um, you've been doing well this last week since uh, the last time um, we talked. Uh, I'm looking at my calendar right here. Jeez Louise. So um, this is the... We're inside the final full week of August 2022, uh, but there will be another podcast episode uh, for the month of August because there is another Wednesday. So, um, But uh, this summer has flown by. Man, oh man, it's flown by. Um, seems like the older I get, the more time is just whizzing by. It's like all a blur, right? Anyway, I'm a big Oprah fan. I love me some Oprah. And so I was on Oprah.com and I saw this quiz that said, who am I meant to be? Now, I don't really feel like I have a question as to who I am, but I am always um, interested in the future. Who's future, Shelly? I know I'll still be who I am, but I'm sure even better. And um, so I love this, you know, I love uh, quizzes like this. And so I'm going to read you the paragraph from Oprah.com. And and by the way, if you're interested in taking this uh, quiz because what I'm going to do with this episode is I'm going to take this quiz, this who am I meant to be quiz on Oprah.com. I'm going to take it while I'm uh, doing this podcast episode and then I'll give you the results. <laughs> Again, exploring myself, who I'm meant to be and sharing that with you. But let me read the paragraph. And again, this is from Oprah.com. It says, forget your career, forget your role as a mother or a wife, forget how much money you make or how successful you are. If you're struggling with the question, who am I meant to be? This quiz can help you figure out what really defines you. Based on personality science, I have identified seven striving styles, and that's in quotes, striving styles, models of thought and behavior that direct us to seek satisfaction in different ways. It says, although everybody is wired with all seven styles, most people have one that dominates. When you engage this innate style, you've got the best shot at fulfilling your potential. When you don't, you can feel stuck. I know that's a that's a great word right there. I think a lot of people do feel stuck at certain points in their lives. I don't feel stuck, um, you know, overall, but there are certain areas I feel stuck in, like in love and and becoming better, more financially savvy. I feel stuck, right? So I want to unstick myself. And so I'm always striving to better um, myself and, and explore. And I feel like, you know, exploration helps you open up um, and explore more and better yourself. Um, so this quiz, I'm going to take it. If, if, if you listen to me take this quiz and you feel like, hey, I want to take that quiz, you know what I'll do for you? I'll post the link to this quiz on my personal website, which is ShellyWade.com. And that's Shelly with an E-Y, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. I'll also uh, post it to my link tree and you can find my link tree um, um, link <laughs> uh, on my Instagram, which is the one and only Shelly Wade. Uh, while I'm at it, let me give you my socials because I didn't do that at the beginning. So Instagram, I'm on there at the one and only Shelly Wade. Follow. I am on Twitter at Shelly Wade and Shelly spelled with an E-Y. 
follow. Um, I am on Facebook at All the Rage with Shelly Wade. Like that All the Rage with Shelly Wade page. And like my, actually subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is also called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. Um, And I'll post, um, you know, this link to my website, ShellyWade.com, and to my link tree. And you can find that link in the bio of my Instagram um, page. So let's get to this quiz. It says it's meant to um, tell me what my striving style is so that I can engage this innate style um, and so that I can have the best shot at fulfilling my potential when (laughs) because I don't want to be stuck. So, um... Let me just uh, take notes here. Okay, so question one. Others describe me as nurturing, supportive, and helpful. Yeah. Oh, oh by the way, um, in each question, our choices are never, rarely, sometimes, often, or always. So we have to uh, click one of those for each uh, question. So... <clears throat> Sorry, let me take a drink of water because my throat is (coughs) got a tickle in it right now. (sighs) Okay, so others describe me as nurturing, supportive, and helpful. I think they do, so I'm going to put always on that one. Yeah, let's click always. Okay, question two. By the way, there are 28 questions, okay? So here we are, question two. I have a tendency to lose sight of my own needs and focus on others. Hmm. I would say sometimes, you know, I feel like because I'm single that I'm always focused on myself. And sometimes, to be honest with you, you know, I'm I'm single and I don't have kids. And to be honest with you, sometimes I get tired of focusing on myself all the time. I'm like, I am so over thinking about myself all the time. <laughs> but, you know, I do. You know, I, I am a very giving person. So um, sometimes I will think of others' feelings and um, and such um, above mine. Sometimes I am like that. So I'm going to I'm going to click sometimes. <clears throat> OK, so uh, and, and again, I'm not saying that any of these, you know, answers are right or wrong. I'm just being honest with you as to my answers and who I tend to be. Um, OK, <clears throat> Question three, I am more interested in relationships than goals. (laughs) Uh, Rarely. (laughs) Rarely. I mean, uh, listen, I I love the relationships I have. Are we talking romantic relationships? Or when it says that I am more interested in relationships than goals, which relationships are we talking? Are we talking romantic relationships? Um, Are we talking family relationships? Are we talking friend relationships? Are we talking all of them? Um, It says, I am interested in relationships, think goals. What, what is, how do I want to answer this? I, I put rarely. I'm going to put rarely just because I'm thinking they're talking romantic relationships. So I, I am really big on goals, though. But, but my relationships with my family and friends are really important. But I'm still going to put rarely because I'm thinking they're referring to romantic relationships. But I'm not really sure if that's correct. <clears throat> Moving on. Number four. 
When others don't appreciate my help and support, I tend to do even more for them. <laughs> I'm going to say rarely. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm the person... I feel like I'm the kind of person where, you know, I'm, I am, I am such, I try to be kind to people just because it's who I am. And, <clears throat> and I, um, if I am trying to do something for you, if I'm help, trying to help you and support you and, um, you don't appreciate it, I'm like, oh, you know, like time is valuable and I don't have time to waste it on you if you're not appreciative, you know? So I don't, I don't think I'm the person that, that's going to, do even more to help you because you're unappreciative. <laughs> so I'm going to put for, for number four, let's put rarely click that one. Okay. Let's move on to the next page. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I know why my, my throat is scratching right now. Sorry. I had to take a, another swig of water. Okay, number five, I enjoy being the center of attention. It's also important that my work be recognized. Huh. <clears throat> I'm going to answer often on that one. And let me tell you why. You know, there. honestly, there are times where I don't want to be the center of attention at all. And I think I said to you in a previous episode or two that I'm the perfect mix of my mom and my dad. And my mom would prefer that no attention be put on her. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad used to love to be the center of attention. Um, and I feel like I'm that way as well. I'm, I'm a perfect mix of them. I, I, <clears throat> don't have to be the center of attention. I can be in a room full of people and, and there can be people, people more popular than I am. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't really have any issues with someone getting more attention than I, than I get, but I also don't mind being the center of attention. You know, I, I don't mind that either. Um, and I'm certainly wouldn't be jealous of someone if they were the center of attention and I, and I wasn't. That's not a thing for me. Uh, but then there are other times where I just really don't want to be paid attention to at all. And it's so funny because sometimes I'm, I'm, I'll be like, I know I'll be riding on the train and it never occurs to me that someone may be familiar with me because of what I do for a living. It never even crosses my mind. I remember one time my, my friend Kwame had said to me, people probably recognize you all the time. I'm like, no. And then as soon as he said that, this guy approached me, he was like, excuse me, are you Shelly Wade? <laughs> So it never occurs to me and I really should be more cognizant of it because like there's sometimes I'm walking and like I'm I'm looking like who did it and why. Most of the time I try to look presentable, but sometimes just being honest, not so much. Sometimes I don't feel like, you know, doing this or that. But, you know, I never come out of the house unkempt, but sometimes I don't really feel like doing the full on makeup and the full on hair and I'll just throw a cap on or something um, in my yoga pants and my sneakers and I'll come to work with that. <laughs> And I, it just doesn't even occur to me that someone may recognize who I am. Um, <clears throat> but um, so I can be perfectly fine not being in the center of attention. But I will answer this. I enjoy being the center of attention. It's also important that my work be recognized. I will answer um, for number five often um, just because I don't really mind it. Um, and, 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 and because, um, I work really hard. So yes, it would be nice for my work to be recognized. Right. All right. So I'm putting often for my answer there. Okay. Number six, I am more interested in goals 
than relationships. Wait a minute. That sounded like the previous question, goals and relate. Huh. Oh, oh, it's just a, a different. Okay, the previous question was the other question about goals and relationships. I think it said, I am more interested in relationships than goals. And this one's just kind of like the other side to that token. I am more interested in goals than relationships. For number six, I'm going to say often because it's really true. Um, <clears throat> number seven. I am very conscious of my image and work hard to make sure it reflects my success. Mm, I guess I'll say often on that. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I wish, you know, some of these questions were more specific because when you say conscious of my image and work hard to make sure it reflects my success, that kind of, that question kind of um, confuses me a little bit, but I'm going to go ahead and answer um Often for number seven. Keep it moving. <clears throat> number eight. I have a tendency to try to meet others' expectations. Huh. I'm going to say sometimes to that one. Um, because sometimes I feel like there, there could be improvement. And so... So maybe I may try to reach a, an, an expectation of someone who um, I admire, who I want to see me favorably. Sometimes. So I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to answer um, sometimes on that one. Not all the time. I mean, listen, cause I know that you can't, uh, you can't, you can't meet everyone's expectations. So I'm not obsessed with it. So I'll just answer sometimes on that one. <clears throat> it's not, it's, it's not never, it's not always. So I'll just say sometimes. Uh, number nine, I get pleasure from being creative. Oh, 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 that is always for sure. I am a very creative person. I have um, ideas running through my head constantly. And um, I'm always trying to think of creative, innovative ways to get things done. And um, I have uh, an, a voice notes Tons of voice notes where I just came up with a song in my head and I'll just hum the melody or or sing the lyrics that I had come in my head. But I haven't developed the song full on. I've been writing songs since I was, a, um, you know, just the lyrics because I am not a musician. I don't play any instruments, although I've taken uh, guitar lessons. I've started taking guitar lessons like maybe about three times and, and I don't finish, <laughs> which is terrible. But uh, right now I'm not I don't play any instruments. Um, but I've been um, a lyricist since I was in elementary school. Um, and so I, I, I've written lyrics to songs and come up with melodies um, almost my whole life. Um, so I have voice notes with song lyrics and song um, melodies and, and uh, song ideas. Even I might even think of a great idea for a song and I haven't come up with lyrics or, or melody, but it's a great idea. So I will, I'll, I'll, I'll notate that via voice notes. Um, I, um, I am just constantly coming up with creativity. That's that's um, when I pray. One of the gifts that I thank God for blessing me with is creativity. That's one of them. So um, I get pleasure from being creative. Number nine, I'm going to say always on that one. And number ten, others have described me as too emotional. You know what I? will describe myself as too emotional. I I have rarely heard anyone else describe me me as too emotional um, because I'm not really over, over overtly emotional publicly um and I'm also not overtly and overly 
uh, emotional all the time. But when I do feel emotions, I feel them very strongly. And so sometimes I just feel like, oh my God, I'm just tired of feeling things because I feel things so strongly. And sometimes it gets to be a bit much. So I'm going to say others have described me as too emotional. Number 10. Yeah, I'm going to say sometimes. I'm just, Although I'm pretty much the one that describes myself as that, but other people don't really say that to me. Moving on to number 11. Again, there are 28 questions, so um, stay with me. <clears throat> I don't have time for shallow relationships. I am interested only in making authentic connections. Ain't that the truth? Yes. Putting always on that. Yes. I just don't, you know, and, and I don't know if it's my age or what, but I just don't have time for 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 silliness and shenanigans. You know, I mean, my own shenanigans are fine, but other people's shenanigans, I don't have time, you know. I mean, I'm fine with fun and silliness as far as fun and us having fun, but, like, if you're, like, the kind of person where you're just wasting my time trying to take advantage of me or others or, or you're someone who is just on another level, um, uh, maturity wise, like there are so many things. Um, I, I feel like I am at a maturity level that I just really don't have time for a lot of silliness that some people engage in. I just, mm -mm, no. So number 11, I'm putting always for that one. <laughs> number 12, <clears throat> I don't feel it is important to adopt, uh, adapt to societal expectations. Hmm. I'm going to say sometimes on that one, because I would be lying if I said that um, that um, I didn't care about expectations of others. I'm not obsessed with what others expect of me, but I would be lying if I didn't say sometimes I didn't care. Of course, I would like to not give, uh, you know, I would I would like to not care, period, about others' expectations, but... I would be lying if I said that. I'm not obsessed with others' expectations, but, you know, sometimes, here and there, sometimes I am. So I'm going to put sometimes for number 12. Number 13, when presented with a new experience, I embrace it enthusiastically. Yes, always. Um, yeah, I'm going to, oh, you know what? I'm going to put often. Instead of always, I'm going to put often because... I love, you know, new experiences. I really do. But there's, there's something to be said for, um, although I'm not, I'm, I'm nowhere close to being a routine person. Sometimes there's something to be said for the familiarity of something, right? Sometimes you're just comfortable with what you know. And change can be a little daunting and a little scary. But most of the time, I do embrace new experiences, depending on what they are. It's not too crazy. Um, so number 13, I'll put often instead of always. All right. <clears throat> Clicking on to the next page. Number 14, because my interests are so wide ranging, I often burn the candle at both ends. And I'm going to say for number 14, always. Yes, I often find myself, um, although I am the kind of person where I, I do take the time to smell, ro smell the roses and, and I will stop down and take a stroll through Central Park if I want to. I am oftentimes exhausted because I am constantly working. And even when I'm not at work, I'm working or trying to achieve this goal or that goal. So I do 
burn the um, the candle on both ends. So I'm going to say always for number 14. Number 15, I have a strong need for adventure, excitement, and novelty. <clears throat> I'm going to say always on that one because that is very true. Um, number 15, I'm going to say always because I am... I am very adventurous. I'm, uh, I, I love excitement. Um, I love discovering new things or discovering, you know, one of my, my, I just love it. Yeah. I, I, um, I love like waking up in the morning and, and, and just seeing where the day takes me. I'm not a huge planner. I like, I like accidentally ending up doing something so freaking amazing that excites me that I hadn't planned for. So I am all for adventure, excitement, and novelty. So I'm going to put always for number 15. Number 16, people sometimes mistake my exuberance for impulsiveness or lack of discipline. And uh, I'm going to say sometimes, sometimes, yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> and sometimes I do have a lack of discipline. <laughs> It depends on what it is. Um, when it comes to work, um, um, I'm disciplined in 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 that I am very um, <clears throat> dedicated to my work. But there are some things that um, I'm very um, all over the place with. You know, my head's in the clouds. So I wouldn't say I'm 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 disciplined when it comes to you know like doing things by the book constantly. Um, but yeah, so people sometimes mistake my exuberance for impulsiveness or lack of discipline. I will say sometimes for number 16. Okay. Moving on to the next page, number 17, others depend on me for my insight and wisdom. And I'm going to say often, um, because people are, especially when it comes to, uh, my career, I've had such a, a successful career and I've been in it for so long that, um, you know, people coming up in the game and even people who are in the business, but who have, who have, uh, uh, liked decisions, career decisions I've made or career moves I've made. They often ask me for my insight and wisdom. Uh, so I'm going to, yes, say often for number 17, number 18, I'm driven to be knowledgeable and competent and to understand how things work. Um, and I'm going to say often, <clears throat> and it depends on what the topic is. Sometimes if it's just too much, if it's too tied down to details and it's something I'm not interested in, I won't, um, I won't be driven to be as, an, I, I, I will be driven to know as much as I need to know to be successful at it, but to not to know every, you know, all of the nuts and bolts in it. Um, so number 18, I would say often I am driven to be knowledgeable, competent, and understand how things work when it comes to something I'm passionate about. So often for number 18. <clears throat> number 19, under stress, I tend to withdraw and isolate myself. Do you know that that's true? Um, that actually, that's actually me. So I'm going to say always. I, um, when I'm overwhelmed, I have found, and it's been truer of me in the past than now because I am, I have done the work in therapy and I'm much more mature. Um, but in the past, I have been known to just shut down because <clears throat> if it's something so overwhelming, I just can't deal with it. I don't want other people talking to me about it constantly and 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 making me think about it even more than I have to suffer through it already. So I will, I will, I have been known to isolate myself, you know, and 
Um, so I'm going to say um, always on that one. Um, so, yeah, I'll say always on that one because it's been uh, a habit of mine in the past. <clears throat> okay, number 20. I enjoy the kind of work where I can be on my own to learn or invent. I'm going to say often for number 20, although in radio, you know, you are working, you know, with a group of people, you know, in that you're working um, as a family, the radio station as a family. I am often in the studio alone. I mean, I did do the morning show uh, when I was in Houston, um, uh, you know, and so that was really fun. That was like you know, maybe two or three years that I did that. Um, but I have really most of my career worked alone in the studio. And and I like, you know, making my own decisions and and not having to, you know, I do have to check with what my bosses say. But um, I, I am able to, in, you know, to um, make my own decisions. You know, Skip, my boss, um, hired me because he trusts in my ability and he's not hovering over me all the time. Um, and so I'm, I'm able to make my own decisions, but I do need to check. If I want to play a certain song, I need to check with them. I need to check to see if it fits within what the station is doing, you know. <clears throat> so, um, but I do enjoy um, being on my own and um, and inventing things on my own. But I also love collaborating. But uh, so for number 20, I'm going to say often, um, I don't have to be, you know, an island I do love collaborating when it comes to, because I always feel like, you know, two brains, two heads work better than one. Uh, I love brainstorming with others. I love uh, fleshing out creative ideas with others. But I also love um, doing things on my own. So I'm going to say often for number 20. Number 21. <clears throat> Only seven more questions to go, people. Number 21. Others would describe me as loyal, hardworking, and predictable. And I'm going to say often on that one as well, because I don't think I'm predictable. I guess it depends on what we're talking about. Uh, but I'm certainly loyal. I'm certainly hardworking. Predictability? I don't think people can predict everything I'm going to do or say. But um, I tend to be a creature of habit, so some things can be predictable, but for sure, people would describe me as loyal and hardworking. So I'm going to say often on number 21. Number 22, a big priority in my life is safety for me, for my friends, and for my family. I'm going to say always on that one because it's, it's true. Okay, on to the next page. Um, number 23, I strive to do what is expected of me, and I am respectful of authority. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say sometimes, um, I probably should say often on there, but I'm going to say sometimes because um, I have had this strange relationship with authority in the past. You know, I can, I can tend to clash with uh, authority figures uh, and not in a disrespectful way, but I don't mind standing up for myself and I don't mind voicing when I think something is not right. Uh, you know, so, um, but I am very, I'm a very respectful person. I am, I don't really disrespect people. Um, um, but I have been known to clash with authority figures in the past, but it's not, I don't do it just to, just to be a renegade. I do it when it, when the time or situation calls for it. So I'm going to say sometimes for number 23, number 24, I tend to be wary of new things, preferring to stay with the tried and true. 
I'm going to say sometimes, just because, as I mentioned earlier, um, there's this comfort and familiarity. Um, and so sometimes you are weary of, of change and new things, um, preferring to stay with the tried and true. Um, so I'm going to say sometimes on that, because sometimes, on the other hand, I am excited about new things. <laughs> and I don't want the tried and true. Um, I need you know, adventure and spice of life and such. So I'm going to say sometimes on number 24. Number 25, I like to have the authority and responsibility to make my own decisions. That is always all the time. I do like that. Um, number two, oh, we're on the, oh, last, inside the last three questions. Others depend on me to know what needs to be done and often to do it. That would be a never. <laughs> Let me see. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me let me think on that. Number two, you know, I'm gonna say rarely. Others depend on me to know. I'm not gonna say never. I'm just gonna say rarely, because first of all, no. I'm just gonna like for me. I think I'm responsible. I make good decisions, but oftentimes I feel like it's a whole it's a whole entire thing for me to keep up with myself. Let alone having others depending on me to 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 know what needs to be done. So I'm gonna say rarely on that one. <laughs> Number twenty seven. Um, I seek opportunities where I can be in charge of people and outcomes. No. That's a never. I'm going to say never on that one because I have never wanted to be in charge of other people and their outcomes. No, no, no. Um, no, just don't want to. It's too much drama. Uh, and finally, number 28, I often find myself advising others. And I'm going to say often on there um, on that one because... Um, not advising others as far as being their manager, but oftentimes, again, people come to me all the time for my advice for their careers and decisions they're making. So I'm going to say often, um, um, I often find myself advising others. So I'm going to say often and I'm going to submit this. I'm going to submit all my answers and see what it comes up with. Let's see here. It says, um, hang on. It says, below are your scores. Find the personality type with the highest score and scroll down to read the associated description. So I guess um, from this, it's saying that whatever you scored highest in, that is what describes you as your striving, your, as your striving personality. Let's see. I want to say that right. No, as my... As my striving style. So I'm going to start with the, the, the lowest score striving to help. I received the lowest score, which is eight. Oh my God. I guess because I, I said that I don't often, um, seek to manage others. Um, so, because I am a, excuse me, Oprah.com. I am a very helpful person, but I did receive an eight and striving for help. The, the second lowest score I received was a nine, and that was in striving to be in control. You know what? I mean, I guess, you know, because I don't often have to be in control of everything. I do want to be in control of my little corner of the world, but not, you know, other people's corners, you know? So I, I can agree with that one. I can get down with that one. Um, the next lowest score I received was an 11. And, and, and there were two that tied for 11. That was striving to be recognized, 
So I'm so happy that I don't have to be recognized all the time. I'm so happy that's not my style um, because I, sometimes I just want to be in the cut. Sometimes I just want to go under the radar, you know. And sometimes if I'm my dad that day, I'm like, yeah, look at me. <laughs> but I'm happy that's not the thing that's uh, most important to me. Um, and striving to be secure. Huh. So I scored an 11 on both of those. And then um, my two highest scores were in striving to be creative. And that was number 12, which I really love that. And then 13, there was a tie for 13, striving to be spontaneous and striving to be knowledgeable. So I'm going to look at 12 and 13. So I'm going to scroll down to the accompanying uh, paragraph to say what it means for me to say what my striving style is. Striving to be creative. I scored a 12 on that. Again, that's my second highest score. So I'm going to scroll down here. Striving to be creative. Let me find it. Striving to be. Oh, here we go. Striving to be creative. So I received it. This is my second highest score. So this is, um, I guess, somewhere in my wheelhouse. Is it striving to be creative? You are an artist. Oh, my God. Thank you for realizing that. <laughs> you came out of the womb with a paintbrush in your hand, or maybe it was a flute or a castanet or a fountain pen to go with your poet's imagination. The point is, you're an original and you know it. Even if you don't have a singular gift, you're drawn to the arts, anything creative for that matter, and you have a unique way of looking at the world. Your need for depth and authenticity in relationships can lead to both great joy and profound sorrow. Oh, my God, that is so true. That's so true. Depending on whether others reciprocate. Ah, there it is. You don't care so much about adapting to group or societal expectations. Very true. Your independence and sharp intuition propel you on your own path. That really, that actually, that seems like that should have been my number one score, but it was, alas, my second score. It says what to watch for, what to watch out for when you are a striving, when you're striving to be creative, what to watch out for. When fear of conformity overrides your creativity, you can assume the role of outsider or orphan and end up feeling alienated. That is so true about me. You may even go so far as refusing to vote or pay taxes. That's not true. I pay my taxes and I vote. It says this lone wolf says, but I do often feel like the square peg that doesn't fit in the round hole. I've always felt like an outsider. I've always felt like I did didn't fit in with most crowds. I've always felt that way. And when I say that to people, they it always surprises them because they see me as such a social butterfly, but I never feel like I fit in most times. Um, and so when I feel like I fit in, oh my God, I'm like, oh my God, I, 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 I connect with you. It's so so special for me when I connect with a person because um when I say connect, I mean really make a true, meaningful connection with someone because I often feel like I don't fit in with, with most people and with most crowds and with most groups. 
So um, it says this lone wolf stance might be a defense against feeling vulnerable. Hmm, that's interesting. Try to be aware that blaming others for your banishment or pushing away those who want to get close. I don't blame other people for for things. Um, No, I don't do that. But I do push away people who want to get close. I, I am guilty of that sometimes. It says doing that only makes things worse. Also, dramatizing your emotions can interfere with your creativity. (laughs) God knows that I'm a drama queen. Uh, And it says looking ahead for a creative person like me. It says looking ahead. As long as you genuinely express yourself, you feel like the person you were meant to be. And I think that's why that's so true, because that's why it's so important for me to be true to who I am, no matter what. Um, even when it's popular to do something else or to do what other people are doing, oftentimes I just don't do it because it's not me being genuinely who I am. So it says as long as you are genuinely expressing yourself, you feel like the person you were meant to be. How you do is irrelevant. A chef or architect can be as much of an artist as a painter or sculptor. Many advertising and public relations executives are also highly imaginative. Beyond work, there are opportunities everywhere you look to coax out your inner artist, design your own jewelry line, create an innovative blog, dream up a comic strip. Relationships are another avenue for self-expression. Okay, so there you go. There's the summation of striving to be creative. So um, the next striving style, the one that I, well, actually I tied for um, striving to be spontaneous and striving to be knowledgeable. I got the highest scores in both of those. So let's scroll down and read those striving to be spontaneous. Let's find that one. Um, and see what it says, see if it pegs me as perfectly as the creative one did. Striving to be spontaneous. It says, you are an adventurer, action-oriented, curious, outgoing, and often technically gifted. You live for experiences. You are drawn to risk-taking. Oh, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) And aren't afraid to fail. I think it depends on what it is. Uh, I don't typically feel afraid to fail, but um, maybe when where relationships are concerned, I think I may be afraid to fail. But most of the time, I'm not concerned about failing. As long as I'm um, uh, going after something that I really am passionate about, I'm not thinking about failing. I'm thinking about achieving, you know. It says, generally restless, you tend to job hop or choose a field that offers constant novelty. <laughs> I wouldn't say I job hop because, listen, um, whenever I get on a job, I stay there for a long time. So I wouldn't call that job hopping. But I did choose a field that offers constant novelty. There's always something new and exciting going on in, in radio. It says if you had to name your favorite place, it might be the center of attention. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It depends on which day you catch me. It says you're a born entertainer. That's true. And you can easily adapt to any audience. I think that's true as well. Um, you know, although, I, like I said, I, I, it's hard for me to feel like I fit in. I, I can communicate with people quite well and I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable being myself, but I don't feel like being myself means that I fit in with everyone, right? Uh, It says, um, while you collect many acquaintances, you're less likely to develop deep 
committed relationships. I'll have to say that's very true. I know a lot of people. Um, I don't have deep uh, committed relationships with most of them, though. Um, it says what to watch out for. When you can't satisfy your thirst for variety and excitement, you may see yourself as trapped, which can lead to impulsive and self-destructive behavior, drinking, drugs, breaking off relationships, ditching financial responsibilities. Try to find value in some traditions. If you learn to appreciate repetitive experiences, you won't always feel the urge to bust free. Oh, my God, that feeling, the urge to bust free is such a strong feeling. I, I really understand that and identify with it. And it says, when and when a new opportunity thrills you, keep in mind that just because it sounds exciting doesn't mean it's good for you. Okay, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> and it says, looking ahead, life will have meaning for you. As long as you feel stimulated, that's very true. That might that might mean chasing twisters. No, I don't want to chase any twisters. <laughs> Exploring the polar ice caps. Don't want to do that either. Getting a degree in dance therapy. Eh, not so much. Or becoming an astronaut. No, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> it might also mean reading new books, attending workshops, or letting yourself get swept up in an intoxicating romance. As a risk lover with a lot of energy, you're a natural entrepreneur. You'll be happiest if you change jobs every so often every so often and travel extensively movement is what keeps you going um and so the the last one that um i scored the highest in is this one striving to be knowledgeable let's see what this has to say it says you are an intellectual i i agree with that it says as a leader you're often ahead of your time as an employee you try to surpass the competence level of peers, even managers. Incisive and curious, you're driven to deeply understand how things work. Again, I only am driven to deeply understand how things work if I'm passionate about it and if I'm very curious about it. <clears throat> it says, but that's things, not people. Oh, your family and friends are important. It's just that you don't need to spend hours engaging with them. <clears throat> yes, my family and friends are extremely important to my life. And um, if I had to spend hours engaging with them, I'm sure I wouldn't have a problem with it. I mean, listen, I've lived away from home for a long time. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think I would have problems spending hours engaging with my family and friends. Um, it says social validation isn't your goal. You're secure enough in your cerebral pursuits. I agree with that. Uh, it says what to watch out for. When you can't find a way to be the expert, you may withdraw or simply withhold information, which can make you seem smug or arrogant. Huh? If you feel yourself retreating into your own world, seek a friend's help to pull you back. Also, balance your cerebral tendencies through physical activities like jogging, hiking, or dance. It says, looking ahead, you discover who you are meant to be through accumulating insight and knowledge. So 
Follow your curiosity. I do do that. I do follow my curiosity. Are you drawn to learning Mandarin, joining a philosophy society, studying and practicing Buddhist meditation, delving into the complexities of computer programming, writing a historical book, pursuits that place you near the lead edge of technology, science, psychology, academia, or business are good bets. But any situation that allows you to work independently with freedom to investigate and innovate will fuel your drive. Um, And so that's um, according to Oprah.com who I'm meant to be. Um, And according to Oprah.com, my my, um, striving styles are striving to be creative, striving to be spontaneous, and striving to be knowledgeable. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, what's so interesting is that this is my first time ever looking at this quiz, but much of the time, most of the things I read had me spot on. There were some things that I didn't think applied to me, but for the, for the most part, I was pretty satisfied with, um, with uh, the information that it, that it came, up, came up with for me. Um, again, um, this quiz is called Who Am I Meant to Be? Uh, courtesy of Oprah.com. I will be sure to share this link to my, my website, which is ShellyWade.com. And that's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. And I'll also put it in my link tree. And the link to my link tree is in the bio of my Instagram, which is the one and only Shelly Wade. While you're there, follow. And thanks for tuning in to the episode. I love you so much for taking the time to listen to what I have to say (laughs) Uh, as I explore my life and um, invite you um, along the journey with me. It's the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast, episode nine. And if you haven't already, give me a great rating. Give me a great review because it really does a lot toward helping other listeners find the podcast. And I will talk to you next episode. Love you for listening. This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.